welcome to Top Brew, the show that is best served fresh. This is episode 49. I am Joe Darnell, and joining me is my friend, the coffee roaster, Mr. Eric Rauch. Good morning, Joe. Good Happy morning, New Year. Eric. Happy New Year! Yay! It actually feels just like minutes ago that we were talking about Christmas. We're recording two episodes back to back today. So th- you're getting this episode in the future, but then to us, it's, yeah, it's definitely the future. The cat's out of the bag. We're time traveling today. Radio secrets are revealed. The, the, my office is actually a TARDIS, and we can do things like this. Yeah, sure. We can do whatever we want. But anyway, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> it's, uh, it's that time of year again when 2016. we... 2016. Mm-hmm, 16 mm-hmm. years into the new... There's been uh, uh, not that many episodes, but we'll get there eventually. 2016 episodes. Yeah, eventually. Uh, This is episode 49. So congratulations, Eric. We've almost made it to episode 50, which is a a milestone in any podcaster's book. Yeah, that's that's really astounding. I've recorded a lot of podcasts. Let's see. I'm well over 300 shows combined from the movie podcasts and the tech show and this one. But it still feels like a big deal when we get to a number like 50 or right. 100. So I do like to keep track of these numbers. and uh, Eric, Which means we've been doing this right at a year, right? I mean, 50, episode 52 would be a year. Yeah, it, it was back in December of 2014 that I was putting together the website and we were prepping to record the original okay. episode. Yeah, so yeah, we we just re- did really good. We we maybe missed two weeks in 2015 okay. at the beginning. So that's why we don't have 52. And uh, I think we've made a consecutive episode every week since the beginning. So including the interviews that we had with a variety of different people. And we've never repeated a show, have we? No, no yeah. reruns. Uh, I don't think that that's a thing that they do in podcasting, but... Oh yeah, they do. Really? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've heard it. I've heard it often. Like, we're running a a... Uh, a show from last year because it's relevant to so and so. You know, basically they just didn't want to make a show, so they found something that would that would work for this week. But you yeah, know, that, I've I've heard it before. I think I'd rather just take a week off than rerun an episode because it's always available in the archive. And yeah, if you I don't know, refer... but it, it it brings awareness to people maybe that that, that are, are new that have you yeah know, gives them give them something that that uh just shows that there's well here's something from our archives and and you know maybe give them a reason to actually explore the archives now that you've that you've given them one of the archive shows there on the, on the, on the feed rather than, than expecting them to go back and find it themselves. Yeah. Archives are very important to me with podcasts. Right. I think that all of the shows I want to be a part of should be relevant uh, for a good long time. Right. So I try to make them timeless and not too timely right? Uh, so that people get some value and going back and listening to them. And I've often said like, you know, if you're taking a road trip, like I'll, I'll download multiple episodes of my favorite shows and listen to them. Not my, not my shows. I'm not that vain, but I'll listen to multiples of my other favorite podcasts that I listen to where I just go back and find like, yeah, I, maybe I picked up around episode 80 and I want to go back and hear how this show all began. And right. so I listen to episodes one through five together in a long road trip. Yeah. You so, can, you can hear their Rocky start like top Rouge Rocky start. Mm, I, was it so rocky? I thought it didn't we seem did like it to good. me, but I'm I'm sure I'm sure it, it or at least I hope I, I hope I hope we're better than we were on episode one at episode fifty. You know, it was a week or so ago that I listened to episode one again. Okay, and it wasn't rocky, but yeah, it, we sounded a little bit different then. Yeah. Uh, it we're has older been and wiser now, Joe. Yeah, time has taken its toll on us, and it's given us a lot of 
beard stroking wisdom. We've had a lot more coffee since then. That's true. Speaking of coffee, you know, there's word has it that uh, there's going to be a coffee shortage in the world sometime soon. And uh, this is concerning a lot of people. This is the first topic I wanted to get to because it's something we can't avoid. We cannot ignore what they're saying these days. You know, one of the top producers of coffee beans in the world is Brazil. Mm -hmm. And they've been in a slump for more than a year and difficult for them to keep up the output and to make it a viable business even. So they're having to change their ways to make sure that they can continue to make a lot of coffee for the future to keep up with the demand. Right. You know, in just the last 10 years, there is more coffee drinkers than ever before. Those drinkers are drinking more on average and coffee continues to grow in popularity. And what we have seen is that there are more farmers around the world now. Other countries are developing more farming crops. And this has been a good thing because Mm -hmm. while Brazil has been producing less, Honduras and what is it, Vietnam and others are uh, helping with the slack there. Yeah, they're having they're having surplus years, whereas, you know, Brazil is is going to be down by about five million bags from what they what they typically produce. Um, and that's, and that's significant, you know, 5 million bags. When you think of a bag as, um, I can't remember what South America is. I always get the, but I'll say 132 pounds. It's, 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 it's somewhere in that realm. Um, or maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's 70 kilos, 150. I, I don't know. Um, but 132 pounds per bag and 5 million of those. I mean, that's a lot of coffee. So that's yeah. going to, that's going to have a, a significant, um, effect on primarily on commodity coffee. Uh, primarily on you know coffee made for for Folgers and and your 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 big store brands, but they're not going to decrease their their output, right? So they're gonna so they're gonna look for other places to buy their coffee, which could which could infringe on the on the specialty coffee um, realm because you know specialty coffee and commodity coffee usually come from from different sources, so never the never the two shall meet. But they may have to dip into some of these these specialty coffees, and they're going to come with with deeper pockets and fatter wallets than 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 a, a lot of specialty coffee roasters can, so it yeah it, it could it could definitely um, start to affect the specialty coffee industry as well. Yeah, it was the uh, Kim Elena at Counterculture that was uh, telling one reporter, regardless of what happens in Brazil now, we will see higher prices and more competition for the higher quality coffee in general. Right. What that means for our prices is harder to say because we know it'll impact the co- commodity coffees first. Yeah. And it may hit us in 2016, but definitely, eventually, we should expect some kind of industry change. The experts are saying that the coffee production needs to rise by 40 to 50 million bags. Yeah, because over because the next 10 years. coffee demand overall is up, so people are drinking more coffee worldwide. And then and then you 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 put a worldwide slump into that into that um, that formula, and it makes for a uh, a difficult. You know, supply is is here, demand is is above it here. So, you know, obviously, price has to increase. So, there are different sort of solutions out there. Uh, you know, people are saying like, you know, start buying up some extra bags of beans. I just don't see that being a viable option though for the craft drinkers because we're looking for fresh beans. You know, even if they're green coffee beans, you can't keep them in storage forever now, can you? Well, uh, again, that's that's you know, t- to each his own. There's there's. There's some who say, you know, you you need to use them um, as soon as you get them, so to speak. But uh, there's there's others that that actually actually age their 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 green coffee. They have they have rooms set aside that are climate controlled, and they and they they age them in order to get 
certain flavors. Um, Interesting. So, so yeah, it's it's a uh, kind of like cellaring wine. You know, you know some some roasters uh, actually do that on purpose. So um, if you can if you can afford it now to just to stock up, you know, get get a hundred or two hundred or five hundred extra bags, then you know it would probably be a wise time to do it. But um, most most roasters can't can't afford that kind of an expense, so they're just gonna they're just gonna have to pay the the higher cost when it comes. Yeah, and it's not like yeah you can actually stock up on hundreds of pounds of coffee at a small craft roaster facility. And that's what it might take when this eventually hits people here in, in the States. And I'd imagine just anywhere. Um, I, I know we'll find ways to get our caffeine and to get a hot beverage. And it's not, they're not saying that, you know, you're going to go without coffee at all. Oh yeah. It's just that you'll have to cut down your intake. Right. And maybe some and cover- pay more per cup. Yeah. 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 So if you thought coffee prices were bad before, then just uh, look out guys. Uh, maybe there'll be less yeah. coffee specialty items maybe we would expect a shortage of coffee ice cream hopefully those things can go by the wayside before they actually hit our hot beverages yeah there may be um i mean one one of the great things about market market economies is they they always find a way to if if the demand is high enough they're going to find a way to meet it now typically what they do is they raise their price so they eliminate people who are essentially just tire kickers and they're you know just buying a little bit here and there so it's it's gonna it's gonna come down to who's the most serious and who's willing to pay the most price but ultimately it's going to also come down to the consumer is the consumer willing to pay an extra 50 cents a cup at, at, at Starbucks or Pete's or, or 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 wherever they buy their coffee even even Dunkin Donuts you know it's it, it's it's gonna filter down to the consumer as it always does eventually um, so that that remains to be seen how that's all going to shake out mmm so another thing I wanted to discuss was this article I found on The Observer, so it's observer.com, and they have a section called Observer Innovation. And this was the kind of sensational headline I just could not ignore, Eric, when I came across it when filtering for the coffee news. This topic piques my interest because I care a lot about productivity. And the headline was, Coffee is Killing Your Productivity by Isaac Morehouse. And the that seems somewhat counterintuitive. I thought coffee was supposed to raise your productivity. Yeah, right. I mean, it's boosting your alertness, right. your efficiency. You're firing on all cylinders with a cup of coffee. No, you're not going to be as productive with coffee. So what Why is not? he talking about? I just I just don't like headlines like this, Eric, because it gets the clickbait. Link. It does, <laughs> and they they caught me. They baited me into this thing. So I have to give caught a response. Again. Well, I'm going to encourage all of our listeners not to click on the link, which I put in the show notes, but to just listen to my rebuttal. That makes me want to click it all the more. (laughs) You can't say that. Okay. Reverse psychology. Link. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's the thing. Maybe the most clickbaity link title ever is do do not not click click this link. link. (laughs) (laughs) So Isaac's position makes a lot of sense. What he is saying is that a lot of the coffee houses everywhere are just used for business professionals to meet up, have a cup of coffee, chat, and make new connections LinkedIn style. Like you're looking at all the people you can add to your contacts list and you meet up with other business professionals and you talk business, you talk shop, 
and maybe it's going to go somewhere. And, you know, you end your conversation by saying something like, well, I want to brainstorm a little and pick your brain and see where we can go in the future. And yeah, that's how you end your conversation. Like you're actually not actually go anywhere. You're, right. not, you're not taking your business further. There are a lot of business professionals, Eric, that want to just talk rather than work. And they think that they put the good, they're putting good time by establishing these connections with real people because you felt like you did something right. when you're chatting it up over a cup of coffee because today you put on your shirt and tie and yes, you did meet somewhere with another business guy or gal. And then you had a conversation over a computer and you shared some links like um, it's sort of like a podcast, but in real life and people actually talk with you and you talk back to them over the cup of coffee. Yeah. But there, there is also some uh, unquantifiable value that comes out of those type of things too. You can, you can't just say that, those those meetings are counterproductive because some I mean sometimes they are but sometimes they're not and sometimes you yeah you, you're going to have to have them eventually yeah, some yeah. of the time but I think what this guy is but this saying, has been going I mean this is new this is not a new thing no this no. has been going on as long as as long as humans have been um, conducting business with each other yeah and really coffee is not to blame this would happen with or without a coffee shop sure yeah. This would have been happening at Dunkin' Donuts, or this had happened in the break room. You or just invite in the, the people over to or you know, wherever humans get together to meet, um, even if there's an agenda, like we're going to go over one, two, three, four points here. I, I mean, how often does the conversation actually stick to that? I mean, it, it, it veers off, people take rabbit trails. I mean, it happens. It's just, that's just what humans do. So it's human's nature. It is not the coffee's fault. And stop blaming the coffee. Yeah. Stop blaming yeah, the, the coffee houses. I, I feel for people because I think that there's actually some margin. There's some percentage of people out there that are opposed to all things coffee because they think of the coffee culture as just a huge bit of waste. Right. So they don't want to go to the coffee maker in the kitchen, right? Because on coffee break, what happens? People start talking about football and then an hour goes by and people return to their desks with their minds wandering and they're not thinking the about horror. work. People talk about things that interest them. It's awful. But think about it, Eric. Like if you're sitting at your desk and you waste five or 10 minutes visiting Facebook, it's just you wasting five or 10 minutes. Right. But when everybody congregates around the coffee maker and everybody wastes five or 10 minutes together... Together, that's like an hour of the company's wasted time because everybody was wasting it together. Now, isn't that horrible? Yeah, but have you ever worked at a place that that deliberately tried to eliminate that kind of stuff? It's it's like cubicle hell. I it mean, is. It, so you can't you can't have one without the other. I mean, if if you want pure productivity, then build yourself a robot. You know, but but if you want if you want creativity, if you want if you want interesting people working at your at your at your company, then let them interact because those 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 relationships, those those things that happen in the break room or or um, in in a rabbit trail in a meeting are un- unquantifiable. But lots of times they lead to things that are very quantifiable. So you can't you know you you, you if you want to completely edit those things out of your out of your workplace, you're you're going to be editing a lot of potential creativity and problem solving out of your workplace that, that you didn't, that you didn't um, really know existed. Like, where did this, where did this solution come from? Where did this, where did this network um, between these two guys come from? We'll start in the break room. You know, it's, so it's, it's kind of unquantifiable, but it's, but it's also, it's also a fact of life of, of living in, in the world with other humans. We are relational beings. 
Yeah, I just had to bring this up because I care a lot about the theme of productivity. It's something that I have to apply. Yeah, but it to becomes all the this golden calf that it that, does. That it's just it's just not healthy. No, it, it's not going to be. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't displace actual important valuable work. Right. And oftentimes, the important valuable work can happen in that good conversation over a cup of coffee at a right. coffee house. It's not the coffee's fault. Now, I don't, I don't work at a coffee house unless I need to, but I can understand why it would be very necessary for a lot of other people's jobs. Yeah. So, uh, you know, just to take it with a grain of salt, like sometimes productivity looks like that meeting at the coffee house. Right. And sometimes it does not. So, right. You just probably don't need to be doing it all around the clock. You just probably don't need to be doing meetups at coffee houses 24-7. Right. And because then you're probably overkill. Just like uh, if you were drinking coffee all the time. Right. Without stop. Yeah. Without failure. All right. Well, check that, that makes one me, off. Yes. We solved everybody's productivity problems today. Take that. Put that in your productivity pipe. Mm, and smoke, smoke it. it. For 2016. <laughs> uh, getting off of that irritating little theme there, I wanted to share something that was kind of fun to watch. There's this video that was produced by some of my favorite uh, commercial uh, filmmakers out there. The, these are the guys at Sandwich Video, run by Adam Lysiger. He has been on a po podcast. Uh, he's a great, entertaining guy. I just like him. He looks a lot like the guy that works with you at Thrasher Coffee, Seth. Okay. Uh, they, they're lookalikes. Well, Adam makes these clever videos, and he markets a lot of different kinds of cutting edge startup tools and the like that come out of California, but you've also seen them on television in more recent years, advertising things like cars. So he's been on car commercials in 2015 and not too long ago, they made this one video for Bodum products where they highlight the latest snazzy features of the Bodum French press, the Bodum pour over and what they call the Peebo. And it's just a fun video to watch. It's a minute and a half long and start to finish. They have some interesting narrated voiceover over top of it. And it's fun because yeah. it pokes fun at fussy coffee drinkers, but relishes in it at the exact same time. And that's, that's how I like it, Eric. I think that this is a good representation of where I like to be. Yeah, It's in this um, place that's kind of unsafe for the craft coffee drinkers where we have to admit, we have to be self-aware and acknowledge that sometimes we are just being silly with how we take our craftiness to this level of extreme, yeah. but it's also so fun right. and it makes us one of the, it's one of the ways in which we know we are creative people yeah. and if, we enjoy life. If that's, if that's what, what floats your boat, own it, you know, don't, don't be, don't pretend like, well, this is what, this is how everybody should drink coffee. They really should because this is the right way to do it. I mean, it's, it's, you know, to each his own again. It's not just because I do it this way. It doesn't, doesn't, doesn't mean that, that everybody else in the world is going to, or even should do that. But I like, I like the way that, that this commercial, it's, it's sort of like an Apple commercial in a way that, that it's, 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 it's telling a story, you know, it's, it's not, it's not just showing the device and saying, this is how this works. And this makes a great cup of coffee. It's, it's selling the, that, that there's three different people, uh, three different, um, there are three creative different mindsets, so to yeah. speak, right. Personalities that come at it in different ways. And there's three different coffee makers for these three different people. You know, mm -hmm. there's, there's, there's not, there's not a perfect cup of coffee for everyone. So here's, here's three different people that have found three different devices that work really well for them. And I think that's, that's, that's true. That's, that's generally true about all products. 
And you're not just enjoying the cup of coffee. You're enjoying how something great is made. Right. And that is... Enjoying the, the process, not just the end result, but, but, but you know, the, the ends and the means. You know, the, the idea here is to get a great cup of coffee, sure. But it's also fun to make because cause these Bodum devices just make it so, um, so, so part of my routine, so part of my personality. It just fits me. Yeah. Coffee is like Lego. Hey, they're just going to have, somebody's going to have to run with that idea. Bodum can come out with coffee, the movie, and it can all, it can just be kind of like inspired by the Lego movie where adults are making coffee uh, and there's the, the master coffee makers. And then there's an evil Lord business who's in charge of Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts and all the like, and he's created this nasty monopoly. Yeah. They're just going to have to come with up with something. There's there gotta be something there. Coffee, coffee brewing the movie. is awesome. <laughs> no, I, I seriously see a parallel though, because that's what you were describing where there's the enjoyment of making the thing and then enjoying the thing that was made. And that's right. how Lego is. And that's how Lego ticks. And that's how I feel about coffee for me. It's sort of like that Lego experience for grownups. Like now that we're older, we don't enjoy Lego so much, but we still have coffee and yeah. we can enjoy how we make something every day. And we have clever tools that are provided by companies like Bodum. I'm not trying to give them an endorsement here. This right. isn't an ad for Bodum, but they definitely came up with something that was true to the spirit of fussy coffee drinkers. Right. right. Yeah. It's again, it's, it's, it's just owning, owning the whole thing. It's, it's not, it's not trying to make excuses for, well, this is, this is how we are, but, but you know, don't, don't judge us for They're it. They're not shying it's, away no, from no, it. It's just the, the, the this is this is who we are, and we're and we're gonna own it, and we're gonna show you why we're that way, and it's and it, it's good. Yeah. So check out the video, uh, and if you are interested in the other videos by Adam Lysiger, I'll have a link to sandwichvideo.com because I just like all their fun videos. They're always marketing products, but I could seriously kill some time there just watching their videos because they're creative. They all feel like they're spiritually related to each other, and I've bought products just because they all came with a great recommendation from. <laughs> Uh, sandwich video. I, I kid you not. Which so. is which is ultimately the 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 point. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they're trying to do. Like if, if we are half as good as sandwich video with Top Brew, then you'll be you'll be drinking our Kool Aid. You'll be drinking their Kool Aid. Yes. Bodum's Kool Aid here very soon. <laughs> so Eric, this is the year in review. Uh, I'm not going to have you on episode 50 because we're having an interview, and I wanted to talk about you know Top Brew past, present, and future. And what we are going to do with 2016. Okay. We just have a few minutes left. Like, uh, you know, what, what do you, what are we going to do, Joe? Well, wh- first of all, what star rating would you give top brew for y- the first year, 2015 out of how many stars, five star rating on iTunes? Uh, if I was being honest, I, I mean, I would, I mean, I guess I would say a three and a half or a four. There's definitely room for improvement. Um, but I think for the most part, we we deliver on on bringing bringing good information. Maybe not relevant to everyone at 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 any particular time, but 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 how can you possibly do that anyway? Um, so I think there's there's room for improvement, but but I also think that we're that we're uh, we're not doing too bad. We could we we could be doing a lot worse. I'm so disappointed. I, I th- three three and a half. I was hoping for. I didn't at least say three a- three and a half. I said three and a half or four. Okay. I was hoping for a four or four and a half because nothing's perfect. Nothing no. deserves five stars. I, well, I guess I'm always a little bit more critical of myself than I, this, this is no reflection of you, Joe. I give you five stars, oh, okay. Joe. All right. But myself. And the music is pretty good too, right? We can, yes. we can keep the theme music. Sure. 
you know, some of our listeners have told me that they actually just enjoy listening to the show for the theme music. <laughs> oh, when you guys start talking, I flip it right off. <laughs> no, um, thanks for your honesty. I think. No, I, I, I feel yeah. I know what you mean. Like some days, the coffee is just gonna taste better than other days, no matter what you did. Yeah, no yeah. The output, no matter and what you put into it. There's, there's, there's just some days too where, where you and I are looking across the table at each other with like, <laughs> like blank stares, like, uh, what does the outline say next? But, no. uh, but yeah, I mean, I think for the most part, it's, 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 it's good and it's getting better. How's that? No, I agree. And maybe it was the first half of the, the run of 2015 where we were still learning the ways of the show and we've got it figured out now. I want to be more cohesive mm-hmm. looking into 2016. Like we might experience, uh, we might experiment with the length of the show, have some episodes that are shorter and some longer, just depending on the nature of the topics. And while we're also, we've tried to be very relevant by making timely topics, uh, sorry, timeless topics and address things that would always be revisitable, you know, go right. back and listen to episode 28 because it's still relevant today. Right. I want to talk more about counterculture moving forward. And if we're going to do that, we're going to have to address more of the coffee news, things that come up on a Google search. If you look up coffee, yeah. like you would not believe there's always somebody opening up an interesting coffee house somewhere in the world where, you know, they're making coffee in an interesting and different way. And there's a lot of topics that we haven't explored, explored enough. Yeah, but those don't have to be entire shows either. They no. can they can just be five minutes of a particular show and then you move on exactly. to something a little bit more a little bit more timeless. Yeah, and some of these topics just keep going because like we're we're still gonna be facing the issues of the coffee shortage for two thousand sixteen right. and seventeen. Right. So we'll give you updates and let you know what to expect and when you should start hoarding beans. Yeah, it's a it's a deep topic. There's there's all sorts of different I m- my fear was when we started this that we were going to kind of hit a wall that that okay, we've already talked about this. Let's talk about that again. And and maybe to some degrees we we do we do repeat ourselves um on occasion, but I think overall we are are finding finding w- weekly topics that 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 are are worth talking about, worth devoting an entire show to and not and not constantly saying things that we've already said yeah there's always a fresh way to revisit a topic like last week when we talked about french presses we hadn't talked about that since episode 13 in depth and both of those episodes are really in depth on french press but a lot of the people never heard episode 13 there's always somebody who's never heard episode 13 yeah so if you missed it the first time you got it the second time but i think that we came at it with a different perspective and so there's still something to be had from both episodes so if you have a photographic memory of episode 13 and you got to episode 38, you probably didn't need to turn off 48. the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking of 38 because that's where I am for my other show. Oh. Yeah. My other show is 10 episodes, exactly 10 episodes behind oh, Top wow. So sometimes I'll say that and I don't mean it. Uh, nothing- yeah. Plus, plus we're different. You know, we've, we've oh, along with this stream that, that, from episode one to episode 50, we have experienced new things and we've, and we've gotten maybe a little bit smarter about, about the processes that we go through. We found new things, we found new toys, we found new, um, new coffees that we like that we maybe didn't realize that, that, Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that I like Sumatran coffees or, or, you know, whatever. Um, so, so we're, we're different too. So we're, you know, not always, even if you're dealing with the same topic a year later, you're still not quite dealing with the same topic because because you have learned some things along the way. Something else related to coffee that we didn't really do in 2015 is we didn't take the time to review craft coffee from a variety of sources. Yeah. 
We picked up two or three bags and we discussed them at length. Yeah, but there's friends. also a danger in that too, because I mean, while, while it's 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 helpful in, in the moment, um, especially with specialty coffee, it's kind of here today, gone tomorrow. You know, if if there's something that we're that that we're tasting and we're and we're you know offering offering good good information about that coffee that that you can apply to any cup that you drink. That particular coffee may not be available if if we if we both say that this is great, you know, you should try it. Well, uh, three weeks later, it it may be sold out and gone. Right. So if we picked up a specialty roast from Madcap Coffee and we were telling you about its profile and what kind of star rating we would give it, we would expect that your encounter with the coffee may vary a month or two later and it may not even be available. It makes right. perfect sense. But that being said, I, I still want to try a variety of different coffee roasters beans because I want to introduce them to v- various listeners who maybe have never explored online coffee roaster subscriptions and they just want to know what we think about the ordering process from mm-hmm. different roasters. How did they treat their customers? How did they treat us in the ordering process and what they should expect when they get something in the mail and I think that there's room to explore there. Like I'd like to talk about a little bit more about the experience of just getting your craft coffee from a variety of different sources. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We, we are sponsored by Thasher coffee, but we are accepting of all craft roasters and we should make no exception that we would, we would recommend something if it is good. And if there's something that is not recommendable, we might just be honest with you and tell you, sorry, uh, we would not shop here or just not even mention them because right. we're really looking for ways to give you positive recommendations and not waste your time with just ranting and raving about something that we dislike. Right. I think that uh, a lot of reviews are about ranting and raving and some people enjoy that for its entertainment value, but that's not my, really my thing. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to waste people's time. They're fun to write and to read. Yeah, but then they're also just a waste of people's time, right? Because if we're telling you, don't go the new watch the new Star Wars, the new Star Wars is horrible, right. and this is why, and then you take two hours to learn why you should not go watch the yeah. new Star Wars. Yeah, you just traded that time for something else. Exactly, like watching the movie itself. Yeah. So you might as well just save yourself the time. If you're if we're if someone is giving you the recommendation, you not do something, and you are going to follow their right. advice. You might as well just not even hear the message in the first place. Right. Like, like, do not click this link. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, psychology again. I hate that stuff. <laughs> um, another thing is that we would like to participate maybe in some coffee-related events. Uh, Eric, you were telling me that the SCAA is going to have their big event of the year in 2016 here in right. Atlanta. Yeah, their annual conference, which is, which is a big deal. What um, is the SCAA? The SCAA is the Specialty Coffee Association of America. And it's, it's the, uh, you know, not, not every, not every specialty coffee roaster belongs to SCAA. Um, I mean, I don't officially belong to SCAA. I I eventually want to, but it's, it's, it's like the guild, you know, it's the, it's the, the thing that, that uh, all specialty coffee um, should aspire to be a part of because it's, it's, it's our industry. It's, it's, it's what binds us together where, where we learn from each other, where we, um, you know, find new things and, and we, uh, discuss things that work, things that don't work and, and hopefully move the, the industry as a whole along, um, some sort of progression, you know, moving from, from, uh, uh, good, better to best, you know, to, to continue along that, that, uh, that continuum. So it's, it's almost sort of like the, you know, the, the, uh, electrical trade workers union or something, you know, they're, 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 they're get together and they, and, and they share information and, Ultimately, it's a good thing, hopefully. 
um, <clears throat> the SCAA is the same thing. It's it, it's hoping to be that that uniting body that that unites the specialty coffee industry as a whole and makes it a, a place where ideas are shared and and information is um, transmitted among among people that work in the field. Yeah. So if you want to learn more about the SCAA, I recommend you visit their website, scaa.org. There's a lot of interesting stuff there. If you're just the coffee enthusiast and you want to know more about how the professionals unionize, as you put it, and the campuses, they got all kinds of creative It's not resources. a union, though. I mean, in, in that, no, you know, you know, let me, let me I, backtrack I a little the, bit there, but it's not, it's yeah. not a union in that sense, but... Not, not um, that sense. A spiritual but, union. Yes, exactly. It, it, now, now it's a cult. It's a... Uh, Okay. It's a group of, it's a group of people that work together. <laughs> you can get a membership there and everything. They meet once a weekend. No. <laughs> so we do recommend the SCAA and Kool-Aid I would like to be served to the at event. three. They even got a YouTube channel. You got to check that out. Um, yeah. They, and it is, it is a good site to go to if you have any interest in specialty coffee anyway, because there, there is a lot of training on there that's free that, that you can, you can download uh, reports and different things. And, and there's, so it's a, it's a good, it's a good site for people who aren't in the in the field too, who just have an interest in in specialty coffee overall. So, lastly, I wanted to say thanks to all of our listeners for sticking around and enjoying the show and telling us what you think about it. If you care about Top Brew and you're engaged with it, <laughs> engaged. I hate those buzzwords. If you're into Top Brew, authentic. Uh, if you're authentic about Tahoe, <laughs> then uh, I would like to know more about what you would like us to, to discuss on a future episode of the show. We have another 50 episodes ahead of us for 2016. So give us your thoughts. Where would you like us to explore some new topics or who would you like us to interview? What things have we missed entirely? You're always welcome to give us your feedback. Email us or hit us up on Twitter or Facebook and you know let us know what things you would like us to discuss because we don't always, we cannot read your mind as right. much as you know we try we haven't exactly found a way to receive you know brain waves right. through a podcast player technology or, is coming but we're not there yet they they haven't added that feature to pro tools right. or to logic pro studio just yet so <laughs> your feedback has to be given to us more analog ways you have to type things out i know it's a pain and it's going to sacrifice five minutes where you could have been making the next batch of coffee that would just got to cut into your, your productivity. Oh, kills it. Just don't waste your time on iTunes. Why are you even listening to this podcast? Man, we're hurting everybody today. I don't know where to go with that. <laughs> that's, that's one of those blank stare moments across the table. <laughs> yeah. So um, thank you though, for listening for reals. I enjoy making the show and I hope you've enjoyed it as much as we do. We're going to do something a little bit different. Like I said, next week, we're going to have an interview with a very special guest, someone I've wanted to have on the show for a good long time. I would consider him a self-aware hipster and he enjoys coffee in that fussy way. And so, yeah, uh, look forward to that for episode 50. Thanks, Eric. You've been a great co-host. Well, thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. And thank you for joining us for episode 49 of Top Brew. Show notes with links and everything else that we discussed are available at topbrew.fm slash podcast slash 49, or just from the podcast player app you got there, you probably can see the show notes within the app. If you'd like your updates from Top Brew via Twitter, our handle is at topbrewfm. And I'm also on Twitter there. You can catch me. I'm underscore Joe Darnell. And as I mentioned last week, I share things on Instagram pertaining to coffee and top brew topics. So check that out. My username is underscore Joe Darnell. 
Finally, I want to give a huge thanks to our continual sponsor, Thrasher Coffee, for coming along for uh, the first 50 episodes. Use the coupon code TOPBREW to get 25% off and let them know that Top Brew sent you. I am Joe Darnell. Thanks for listening to Top Brew. Happy New Year. All right.